Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Lady Lorian show. It's so good to be back. And today, if you are one of our visual listeners, viewers, you'll see that we have a little friend today. I'm so excited. Um, we have Jamie from the Holonet Marauders. Hi, how are you? Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for having me on your show. I, I love your show. I've been going through the beginning to watch all of it again because that's just how my brain works. Um, but I love you. I love all of you. And I'm so excited to be here. So thanks for having me on. Of Thank course, you for we coming. Love you. We love, we love you too. Rogers. Yes, we're big fans. <laughs> and we've been big fans for a long time. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So as some of you know, like if you watch Holonet Marauders, you know that Dodge has done multiple episodes of Holonet Marauders, but is this yeah. our first time having a Holonet Marauder on the Lady Lorian show? Yes, yes. it is. Yes, oh, so this is super exciting this for Kinsey our... and I. Uh -oh. This is our first yeah. time meeting. The crossover, yeah. So, yeah, yeah we've had Dodge a few times on our show. I think um, this is like our yeah. first outside of the understudies guest, right? I know. We've been no, trying. We've, to, we've been trying to get though. <laughs> we've had no no we've had michael on michael and is Greg, michael like, an that's understudy like michael is a lady lorian a... he's, he's a lady lorian he's on like his own level <laughs> yeah. yeah he's michael <laughs> and greg michael. so like yeah but um yeah we're, greg is also a lady lorian now yeah it's confusing after he but... cyber bullied us <laughs> yeah but the, the, we've been wanting to have the holland marauders on so much and yes. we just have we are very inconsistent with our schedules so we wanted to get our lives you know, together before our we surprise yes <laughs> you know before our surprise four-month hiatus that just happened <laughs> yeah That's we want it we we love you guys we love listening to you guys's content and just like all the all the fun stuff that you guys have and i'll have coming soon i'm really excited for them um so we're glad you're here jamie yeah thank we're you really, yeah we're looking I, forward I, to it i wish the guys could be here too but i feel like it's reflective that it's just me on the <laughs> show because they're they're hey, not allowed perfect. i know you have some guy in your studies but like whatever <laughs> so. it's a girl's night let's do it i'm so excited yes. It's, um, it's giving sleepover, you know? Yes! It is. It's giving We're laying on our stomachs with our feet in the air. Going like this, you know? Rooting our feet. <laughs> like, vibes. Oh my gosh. I love it. Dodge, insert the picture of, so do you think he likes me? <laughs> <laughs> There's this meme I'm obsessed with. There's this guy with his little feet behind, kicking his feet behind. I do it all the time. I just think it's the funniest thing ever. But anyways, the reason why... Well, the, the topic that we're talking about is cosplay, obviously. Jamie does a lot of cosplay, um, makes a lot of cosplay. We all love cosplay. Jamie loves cosplay. So I think it's a perfect episode for us to talk about cosplay. Um, we talked, we had an episode about cosplay literally a year ago. And it was one yeah. of our most popular episodes. And I think it was because we were, were more like down to earth with it. Um, we were very like blunt about like it is really expensive and it is like something it takes a lot of time out of your day and it just can be like a lot but it's a lot of fun and even if you don't cosplay you could still be part of the community which is how like a lot of us are part of the cosplay communities because like we don't cosplay but we love watching other people cosplay so we're kind of doing a part two of that episode just kind of doing our little review about cosplay different views different cosplays that we like different cosplays that we've made or liked or want to make all that type of stuff um 
So yeah, where do you guys want to start about cosplay? <laughs> well, I was just going to bounce off of what you said about our previous cosplay episode and say like, I think a lot of people were receptive to that episode because like they're in a similar position that the Lady Lorians are mm -hmm. in where they enjoy cosplay. They like observing it. They want to get started, but don't really, you know, have experience and don't really know how. And, you know, we are kind of like outsiders to the cosplay world. Like we've done some closet cosplays and, and things of that caliber, but you know, like we, we are, we are learning together because <laughs> we're all fascinated by it. And definitely now I have a story, but I want to dip my toes in personally. But yeah, I think a lot of people are like on the same side as us where they have a lot of questions as, as a newcomer. And so it's always great to have somebody who has experience talking to people who, who don't. <laughs> and because I think a lot of people can relate to either side. So yeah, I think it's uh, wicked funny that you guys asked me to be in an episode about cosplay because like that that is like more so like my hobby over podcasting. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. honestly and like that's what got me involved with the star wars community in general and it's just i but i don't consider myself like 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 a quote-unquote like good like cosplayer like i enjoy it and i have fun but like oh dodge what was that face nah. <laughs> i love your cosplays i love i consider them. you a good cosplayer okay I don't give myself enough credit, like, ever, first of all. No. So, um, but, like, I, I, I love to, like, make the things. And I think that's, like, the biggest bit of it is, like, I, I think I've been cosplaying probably sometime in college I started. And so I was saying, like, mm -hmm. before the show, like, I graduated college in 2016. So I've been cosplaying somewhere, like, a few years before that. And mm -hmm. it, it started doing on like a shoestring budget of like I'm gonna have thrifted items I'm gonna do like stuff from like different tv shows and movies I like so it started with a lot of like Walking Dead stuff because that was really big at the time mm -hmm. um and yeah. I loved it and I'm looking at like a prop from it across the room still that I have but everything else I've pretty much like thrown out because I'm like that ship has sailed um <laughs> it, it has the show like there's like still trailers for like the show like on tv for the final season and I'm like this show is still on. Like I'm, like, I'm really <laughs> mind, mind blown like, every it time. All. It was good. Yeah, I'm glad it's over. Um, but like the the way that like Star Wars like came about was just like it was a really big surprise. It all started with the sequel trilogy, obviously. Um, mm -hmm. for like the big resurgence of pretty much I I don't know all of your Star Wars stories, but like that's like always like a big assumption that like the sequel trilogy really for all of newer fans, this is like mm -hmm. that was like mm -hmm. our start. Um, yeah. and seeing the character of Rey, I was immediately like, yes, I connect with her. That's the person I want to cosplay. Like, I never really connected with, like, Leia as much. I didn't connect with Padme mm -hmm. as much. Like, I was, like, old enough to, like, know who Padme was, like, when the prequels came out. But I never really connected mm -hmm. with her because she was just a senator. And I love her now, but I'm just like, mm -hmm. eh. Rey was it's my different. girl. And she still yeah. is. So mm -hmm. that's, that was, like, that start of it. Yeah. That's super exciting. I think that's, like, what, what... I feel the same way too because I never really had a connection with any of like the female um, characters in Star Wars. Like I love them all, but it, none of them like have really like stood out that much well, to me. There like wasn't I love many until recently. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah. like I love Ahsoka, like, but like I'm like I can never cosplay Ahsoka. Like I can't pull that off. And, it's so like, difficult. There's so many pieces I, for Ahsoka. Yes, I know. And so I, I could think, never. Like, I know. So I think for me. <laughs> when I think about cosplaying, like, I know for me personally, like, 
I just want to do like bounding type stuff because that's more yeah. like my budget. That's easier for me to do. But that's also something that kind of like is more unique, unique in cosplaying, how I could like make a character look like some way that it's not how it's in the in tv and so it's kind of more of like an authentic feel or something that's not yeah. like the basic like captain rex dinjarin boba fett leia padme you know what i'm saying so i definitely feel that ray is like one of those characters that so i love seeing so many people fall in love with ray and start cosplaying her i just love it yeah. i love every single one i wanted to ask jamie because when you told your story of how you got into cosplay, you mentioned that like you saw Ray on screen and that was like a wake up call for you. And you're like, wow, like I want to be here. Can you just like tell us more about like what that aha moment was like for you and like how you decided that that Ray was the way that you were really going to like delve into cosplay? So I think that a a big piece of it was um, like, I started cosplaying like officially like a few years before that. So the whole thing with cosplay is it's costuming and play. That's literally like the play on words. And so like it is, you are having fun in costume. And before like that, like I kind of like, that was like my senior year of college when Force Awakens came out. So I was kind of like, is this something I want to like keep doing? Like, am I going to be like too old to do this? First of all, you're never too old to cosplay. Never. Um, and like, I, I have a lot of friends who are like around my age or a few years older that are just like, am I being washed up? And then we're like, no, I'm having fun. This is great. It's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys don't know. Uh, here I am being <laughs> like, oh, I'm old. No. No. <laughs> no. No. But like uh, the, the whole feeling with like, seeing Ray on screen in 2015 um that was pretty much like a moment where I'm like hey there are other characters and other fandoms out there that I really want to dive into more and it it really just opened a door like I have like a selfie from like I I went home for Christmas break after that and I'm literally wearing like a a white t-shirt and like towels and like my first like version of like the Ray hairdo and I'm like this is it this is all I'm gonna do for the rest of my life and here we are fast forward years later and most of the stuff in this room is Star Wars related so <laughs> I don't know how that yeah. happened. That's amazing. It happens quite quickly. The the, the downfall, the pipeline. <laughs> That's all it is. Yeah, it's very it's very dangerous. Very Star Wars. Very dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> Talking to people who like aren't who don't like I don't know. I guess <laughs> like don't get obsessed with stuff is like so different because like. I was talking to my coworkers yesterday about how I have like six lightsabers, which is like not even that many, but it's like kind of a lot to normal people. It's alarming and- to someone who like has no idea. They're yeah, like, oh, yeah. lightsaber like that thing from Star Wars. They're like, what? They're like, <laughs> they were Why? like, thanks. <laughs> like, do you need that many? Yes, I need more. Actually, thank you. <laughs> like, thank you. Yeah. There's there's so many like literally like uh, like gateway items like into mm-hmm. cosplay like through Star Wars alone like like you can get like a million lightsabers. Yeah. That's a gateway into like wanting to cosplay something. Um, you could just get like little like like plush. Like I have like the Lula back there from the Bad Batch, mm-hmm. and it's just like oh, mm-hmm. I want to make something from the Bad Batch. Don't even get me started about that. We're not talking about that. Yet. <laughs> We're not talking about the Bad Batch yet. I'm gonna close my mouth right now. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah you're right so many of like the popular items like merchandise items in the star wars universe are props and props yeah. are a part of costuming and like a part of the world like so many of the things that you can own like in star wars now are things that the characters own you know yeah so that you that's a really good point i've never heard anybody like put it that way but that, what yeah of, um, you're right <laughs> there was a in the most recent 
show that came out, so Book of Boba Fett, there was, oh, there's always chatter going on in the costuming community being like, oh, can we, like, identify, like, whatever these parts are and whatnot? Mm-hmm. They work quick. They, people work really <laughs> oh, yeah. quick. I, it's in, shocking. In the scene, in the scene with, when on Peli and Din are restoring the Starfighter, um, mm-hmm. people, like, literally, like, identified, like, what, like, the type of, like, sander that, like, Din Djarin was using. And it's like, <laughs> that is literally a power tool. And are you people, yeah. like, obsessed with this? Yes, they it's are. Psychotic. So, like, it's, like, <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> yeah, it's so crazy, like, how some people take, like, one item. Like, you take the Darksaber, and then suddenly people are like, okay, I'm going to become a Mandalorian, but I'm going to make my own Mandalorian. And it's, like, it's so cool, like, yeah. how, or even, like, lightsabers, like, they'll they'll take, you know, Anakin's or Luke's lightsaber and completely make a completely new Jedi that they want to, like, cosplay and, like, have this whole backstory. And I just think it's so cool how it's just, like, a stepping stone to, like, cosplay for a lot of people. It's just, like, these little, these little, you know, a couple hundred dollar saber, or you get a really cheap one, um, and, like, completely change, like, your perspective of Star Wars being able to like feel like you're part of it and I think that's so crazy. Cosplay opens the door for so much creativity and like that's always mm-hmm. been like my favorite part of it. It's It's been my creative outlet for years and so like as I've like left school and gone about my like professional life and it's it, there's always like ups and downs in life but I've always been able to like have cosplay as something to like fall back on as this is my mm-hmm. creative outlet and it's it's really been like a way to I've, like, dove into, like, making, like, original characters, mostly Jedi, because you get the lightsaber, and then you're like, all right, cool, I'm Mm -hmm. gonna, like, dive more into doing this. Um, And I'm just, like, not as, like, familiar with, like, making, like, armor or anything. It was always a lack of space, and I was like, I don't really have, like, the time Mm -hmm. or, like, space to, like, devote to this, and, like, now I have the space, but I'm, like, now I don't have, like, the money for it, because it, 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 there's always something. There's always something, but you can always find something else that you can make in the meantime, Mm -hmm. which is, like, the really cool part about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I do have a question for you. So you all, all your cosplays that I've seen have been like, you have create, you've created them yourself, obviously. But you've also like, you've like created them, like sewed them, stitched them out, did everything. Were you into sewing before you got into cosplay? I have a question (laughs) about this. because I, I like know how to hand sew, you know? I so don't kind have a sewing of. machine. I don't have one, but I'm like, I want to make it. But like, did you? So to answer know. the question, it's a, a bit of both. Most of it is like a self-taught situation. Like uh, mm-hmm. I learned like a handful of things from my mom and my grandmother when I was little. Um, just like mm-hmm. basic, like how to use the sewing machine. But like that was like it. But I, I pretty much taught myself how to sew though. Uh, I, I look up YouTube videos all the time on how to do like mm-hmm. specific like things because uh, there are so many technicalities to sewing and I'm just so overwhelmed very quickly like it, mm-hmm. in some situations like I'll like buy like a store-bought pattern and I'll like read through the entire thing have no idea what it means and then just draw it myself and try to do it but like my, my brain is like all over the place I don't recommend doing that like at all like if you're gonna like st- do stuff like find someone who's done it before and follow their steps don't don't be like me and just like dive into it and be like i don't know i guess this works and then just, you're just going along i think it's so like, good though because i think it's so relatable i love that you and it always turns out so well so i'm like girl oh, pop off. <laughs> yeah it does. Because, like i literally just get angry and give up <laughs> so, I, my, yeah. 
yeah mm. I'll, like, I'll like take a step away from things and then like not come back to it for like a lot very long time like um i i don't have it in like reachable for me right now but i bought um mid 2020 uh envis nest helmet and a few other hard parts from yes. someone else locally and mm. I, I started poking away at it, but I just got so overwhelmed so quickly just yeah. like trying to figure out like how to do anything. And so then I'm like, all right, let me like move doing something else on it. And even at that, I'm just like, this is like, that is like my white whale of a project. Like I, I want to make it so bad, but like I, every time I look at the box, I'm just like, Ooh, no, I, <laughs> I can't even like look at that. I don't even want to think about it. Cause like, there's just so much going on with it. And yeah. I mean, I always see, I always see your occasional, like, every couple of months you'll post something about your emphasis uh, uh, stuff, and you're, like, taking it out to do something, and I'm like, it's still there, it's still vibing. <laughs> taking like, it out of the box, so, putting it back I just think box. it's so relatable, because, like, I feel like I'm that way, just, like, about life and just, like, tasks that I don't need to do, but I want to do, but I'm, like, overwhelmed or something, so I just think it's really relatable, and, like, Honestly, like, if something's gonna, like, frustrate you or, like, you're not, like, just don't have the time or the money or just, like, don't mentally don't want to be around it, like, put it away and just yeah. you'll get to it one day. And I just think that's iconic of you I, I know that, that I will. I know that I will eventually make yeah. the thing, but there's, like, mm -hmm. so many other things that I want to make, like, first. And then I'm like, all right, mm -hmm. is this, like, worth my time at the moment? Is this worth my investment? Yeah. And so I'll just, like put it aside and then move on to something else like make something out of like my like stash that like I didn't even know I had and I had everything yeah I mean one Definitely. thing that gets in my way I don't know about you Jamie is but like I'm a perfectionist with anything I do like sometimes I procrastinate because I know that if I don't have the motivation the time the energy to put into something to make it what I consider perfect I just hide from it. Do you do you suffer from any kind of perfectionism oh, yeah. as a cosplayer? Yeah, so that's that's always been like my fatal flaw as like a person is just perfectionism in general. Is like I mm -hmm. will I'd rather have a very difficult journey to do it correct the first time than do like a million failures in order to get to it. Um, or mm -hmm. keep doing it and then producing a failure. So like I literally will try my hardest to make sure every single little thing is perfect along the way so that way I don't have to go back and like remake it again um and like that's like always like how it's like been with me with like all kinds of stuff like if I'm like at like work I'll like ask a million questions so that way like I'll like have to like make sure everything is in a line so I can submit it the one time instead of like submitting things like back and forth that's just like bothers the heck out of me when like there's just like so much back and forth um but yeah mm -hmm. most of my costumes it's either that or I will do something, just like first try, send it, and then hope for the best. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's one no, or the other. There's no, no in between. It's, it's, it's <laughs> like like uh. So for example, like um, hero Ray. So that is the outfit that Ray wears in the Last Jedi in the throne room. Um, so it's also mm -hmm. known as like throne room Ray. So like the brown outfit with the gray and yes. the tall boots. Um, that fabric that's used for the tunic. Um you can't find anymore it just straight up like is not like made um so where it was like made originally is um from mood fabrics which is in like new york city and the moment someone identified it i i bought two yards of it and i just like let it sit it sat for like a year because <laughs> i was like i i know that like commitment I, I i was like i'm not gonna be able to make this like yet i mentally cannot and then when i actually had to do the thing 
there were tears. Like I was like crying, like just like cutting the fabric because I was like, what if it doesn't work? What's gonna happen? I don't know what's. Uh, but it worked. I mean that it, it, fabric, it like that had to be expensive. Like mood fabric. At the time, like, it at the time it wasn't because it was it wasn't, just like it was casual. So new. Yeah. yeah, but then like and then it but stopped now... like, being produced, and so <laughs> they demand. they've like since like um made like reproductions of it. Literally, Mood Fabrics has been like, oh, there's an actual demand for this like fabric because uh-huh. all the Ray cosplayers are like, hey, we want this. So Mood's like, all right, here's a reproduction of it, and of course, it's like a slightly like off shade of brown, and now it's like, yeah. oh no. But who who can tell? No one can tell. Who cares? No who one cares? can tell if it's a color <laughs> different sometimes. Like no, yeah, I would. I wouldn't stop you on the street and say, um, I'm sorry. Is actually, <laughs> um, actually no. I, I can't. If you were to yeah, put it next to it, another one, you might be able to tell. But if it's on its own, can't tell. So it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's some, I have, like, so much respect for cosplayers that, like, just, like, know that they're going to do something far in the future. And they just grab things, like, when they see them every once in a while. Like, there's cosplayers that, like... We'll go thrifting and they'll see something and they'll be like, mm, that would go great for this random cosplay up. that I'm going to. Yeah, same with like people that bounce. Like they're just like, oh, this would look good for this and then just keep it. And they're like, they just know it's there and it's kind of like they don't rush. So much respect for those people because whenever I like want to bound or potentially cosplay something, I'm like, I need it now. I need it right <laughs> now. I need it in my hands. I want it. And I want one massive haul. Yes. And yeah. I feel like. And then, like, once I have it all, I'm, like, my perfectionist size comes by and I'm, like, oh, it's not good enough. I'm just going to throw this in my drawer and then never look at it ever again. But then you'll have it. So then down the road, you can be, like, oh, hey, do I still have that stuff from when I tried to do that thing mm-hmm. that one time? And then you can then you yeah. can put everything together and then you're good to go. So sometimes it might work yes. out like that. But, um, that's yeah, true. so that's that's every cosplayer's problem as well, though, is you just start, like, gathering materials and then you just harden mm-hmm. like a dragon and then you're just, like, so... <laughs> Am I gonna use this stuff or am I not gonna use this stuff? And then, then you get to a point where you have to move and you have these like four bins of fabric and you're like, where did this all come from? Um, yeah. Couldn't be me, and, but it was, it was you. <laughs> you're the one that bought all of this, but we worked through it. <laughs> no shame. Yeah. So like, okay, so you said that you first got it started in The Walking Dead and creating mm-hmm. those costumes. Yeah. Now, those those are very like, so that's a totally oh, so different like, animal. Ex- exactly. Because, yeah. like, I feel like it's more, um, like, it's more like human, it's human clothes right. that you're, like, adjusting and, and, like, modifying and stuff like that. But then when you go into Star Wars, it's, like, you have to start from scratch. Like, unless so, you're trying yeah. to bounce, like, it's pretty hard. So how do you do that? Let me bring you back to good old 20- 2013. Um, this was like the height the good old days this was the height of uh, me doing Walking Dead stuff the beginning of it Mm -hmm. so essentially with any TV show obviously it's going to be real clothes you can just get off the rack Um, with The Walking Dead though since it's a post-apocalypse everything was like modified slightly to look like you were like half dead Um, so uh, the costume designer at the time she used a lot of common like brands and so there was a lot of clothing mm. from The Gap. There's a lot of clothing from Free People. There's a lot of things like that. And so the people that like cosplay The Walking Dead at the time, they knew which brands to like look for and they could identify really quickly. I like give mm. kudos to all these people. They could identify things like very quickly of like the screen accurate things. But people are obsessed with screen accuracy. And so then things would start to disappear really quickly and then be like, oh my God, mm. what's going on? So we'd find alternates. Luckily with Star Wars... Um, Actually, unluckily, this is also a problem. 
Oh, no. <laughs> um, when it comes to things like boots, um, little mm -hmm. accessories, people will identify, like, the screen-accurate things um, for all the newer stuff, and things will just start disappearing, or they're not going mm -hmm. to get made anymore. Uh, case in point, for the sequel trilogy, all of the boots that the Resistance wears are from the brand Pozu. They don't make them anymore. They just make the Ray boots. They only make the Ray boots. They don't make the Resistance boots anymore. And it's like, <laughs> I... <laughs> That's so weird. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. It seems Maybe like they would again. want to make them if there's like a big demand for them. Don't know. They have a change in opinion. Who knows? It's fine. But like, so that means we have to find <laughs> alternates somewhere. Where are we going to find those? I don't know. There's only like one guy in the world who's willing to make them. That's also a thing. Makes great stuff. Oh, but no. It's like, it's like, what's happening here? Um, yeah. But, but, but with Star Wars, most of it is like handmade things or you have to like think... If it was like stuff in like the original trilogy, it's stuff that was mm. like vintage then to like look back even mm. farther. So it's a mm -hmm. lot of like thrifted materials, thrifted fabrics, um, and then a lot of like found items. And so like recently with like the shows like Mandalorian and Boba Fett, um, there have been a lot of things that people have just been able to find very quickly on Amazon. And mm. it's like it's very interesting. Like half of Cobb Vance stuff. I found on mm -hmm. Amazon, like his pants, like the belt for him, his gloves. Really? Um, yeah. Um, the, <laughs> that's just where I found all that's, the things. That's crazy. But the, the shirt was custom just though, like for him. him. That's I crazy. did a lot of modifications, and so then it comes to well, yeah, yeah. things that get heavily modified. They either get like a little greebly tossed on it, or they just like alter everything so you can't like see like mm -hmm. the earthy looking details. Mm -hmm. It's good though. It's a lot of fun. That's crazy. Yeah, your your Cobb Van cosplay is literally like dang. your cosplays in general. I'm just like, dang. Like they're so good. Your Cobb Van, the hunter one behind you, <laughs> like they are literally like some of my favorite cosplays because I feel like they're so unique and they're so screen accurate that it's just like chef kisses. I love it. Okay, they're so good. Seriously, okay, like thank I, you. Um, I want you to know that, that I love lot. it. <laughs> like, like one of the biggest things with like with cosplay is you want to have like fun when you're doing it. But mm -hmm. I think that another thing as well is you also a piece of you always wants to like stand out a little. Mm -hmm. It is like a little bit like, hey, look at what I made, and like we can't mm -hmm. get around that. Like at the end of the day, it is just to have fun. But like there is always going to be an element of, hey, look what I made. I think it's really cool, and mm -hmm. I like to find like characters that I absolutely love. Um, and just go from there. Even if it is like a comfort character that is just like a, like a feral, greasy man. Like, sure, why not? <laughs> like, it's funny mm -hmm. that I made Hunter because I I, meant, I, can, I keep mentioning my start was in the Walking Dead cosplay. I cosplayed Daryl, like the greasiest of all greasy yeah. feral men. Yeah. Here I am back to square one <laughs> with Hunter. Like, I, I he, <laughs> he even has like a Bowie knife. Like, I, I don't know how this happened, but. <laughs> They're just perfect. <laughs> I, I, I just think it's so cool. I am regressing. That's what it is. Okay. Yeah, everything is full circle. Back to the roots. I don't want to <laughs> no, go back to these roots. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> do you care more about screen accuracy, or do you like get creative and find little things to tweak here and there? Like, do you ever put yourself in the position of a costume designer that's like, I love this costume, but here's what I wish I would I could tweak or change? Because as a cosplayer, you have the freedom to do that. Yeah, so it, it really depends. Um, if it's like a, a Jedi or any other like original type character like that, I will definitely do as much customization as I can. 
Um, because like we have like that like ability to like I recently made for Halloween, so not that recently, but recently enough, I made a High Republic Jedi, and we still don't that. have like yeah, mm, we don't have like cool. all of like the clear references for it. So like I mm-hmm. made Avar Chris, but it was like my own version of it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That was that was interesting to make because like it was something that like really hasn't been like tackled that much by anyone. Um, but I really like enjoyed like putting all of that together and trying to make it my own version of a Jedi. And I, I do want to like revisit that because that was like made uh, that was made like in a day, actually. Um, I remember. I, really. I took was things so that like I, I took things from like other cosplays that I'd made before. So like I took like the tunic I'd made for AJ's Ben Solo, um, the comics version of Ben Solo, mm-hmm. <laughs> Rise of Kylo Ren. Um, <laughs> I took that. I took a couple other like random pieces that I like already had, and I was like, all right, let's make some like Jedi tabards. The uh, two like pieces that like mm-hmm. Jedi um, made it quickly, and it worked. And I don't know how it happened, but it did, and it was really cool. That was mm-hmm. how did I. How did I do that? I don't understand how I do things half the time. Like, I wish okay. that I was, like, better at, like, explaining, like, the process. But it just, it just kind of happens. Like, yeah. I, mm-hmm. I, sometimes I, like, document, like, pictures, like, along the way. And, like, I'll, mm-hmm. like, make, like, story highlights and whatnot on Instagram. But, like, most of the time it's just, like, me, like, losing it. And then <laughs> suddenly there's a costume. Like, if you, like, look through, like, the Hunter highlights, at one point, I'm, like, literally, like, singing to, like, the Lula, and then the next one, it's, like, the full costume. <laughs> like, I, 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 I don't Amazing. I, I, I need to go I, look at that now. I love that. That's I, so funny. Yeah. I think it's so, you literally, like, I remember you hinting at the Hunter costume, <laughs> and I, like, knew, I knew, as soon as I saw the green fabric, I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. So, oh, yeah. Like, high yeah. up. And so then, like you yeah. made it you like made it like really fast like I'm i shocked. had an inspiring moment earlier this year so i was doing some cleaning of my craft space and i realized i had these two green fabrics and i'm like i was at one point going to make a jedi and then i was like you know what hang on a second and go over and look at the bad batch as i'm always looking at and I realized it is the perfect color combination for Civilian Hunter. So this is the outfit that he, in case you didn't mm. know at this point, this is the outfit that he wears um, when he visits, Cut when they two. visit Cotton Sue. Yeah. Uh, and so episode. it's it's a, it's Cut's Ooh, like secondhand clothes. I think it's two yeah. or three. Yeah. Um, anyway, um, so I realized so I had good. all the stuff for it. Even like the trim and I had like an extra pair of like pants that would work and everything. The, on- the thing that I find the funniest, secrets... Um, I wore a pair of Uggs with them. <laughs> I love that! Because, like, Uggs he wears, so like, leg wraps. Crazy. And so, like, yeah. they're just, like, flat Why shoes. Not? And so I was like, here I am. I'm gonna, like, wear these, like, Uggs that I bought for a cosplay, like, five years ago that I never made. Um, Egret from Game of Thrones. Never made it. Never got around to it. Hey, Would've loved that's to. that's why but... you stock up. So you I never know these, what you're like, gonna need. I thought these, like, knockoff Uggs just, like, chilling. And I was, I almost threw them out. And then I was like... I have a task for you, finally. <laughs> this is your time and to shine. Is. The Uggs um, are like, yay! <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, uh, they're quite We exciting. have a purpose! <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, and so it, it all just kind of came together really quickly. The longest part about it actually was there's like the white trim on the edge, so it's like a creamy mm-hmm. like white color. That took forever to do, because like fabric paint just like takes forever, especially if it's like onto a dark fabric with like a light color. It just, you yeah. have to do so many layers. And then like it's it was like an awkward like 
position and so I'd like (laughs) I'd literally like get up in the morning before I like actually like start like working I'd come in here and I'd like paint and then I'd go and like Mm -hmm. do my work and then at lunch I'd be like (sighs) going and paint (laughs) but then I'd be like oh my gosh this is it's all coming together yeah it looks Um, awesome a friend modeled the belt buckle for me because I casually was like hey do you know where I can like find this like 3d print and he was like oh uh no i don't and then like two hours later he's like here you go and i'm like did you make this and he's like yeah i'm like that's awesome how did he make it he just he just modeled it he just 3d modeled it um he just made the the file for it i I printed it and finished it up but um and then i had another friend print out the knife which i've been posting about recently i'm scared about the Mm. magnets because if the case wasn't obvious i'm like really fidgety and like hyper hyperactive um, um and so i was like i need to make sure that like the knife the like, stays and the so- hmm. i already <laughs> dropped it like 10 times it's gonna be great oh no it's gonna, no it's, it's not broken yet you'll yeah, figure it out i believe yeah, in you it's good it, it'll it'll work out the funniest it'll part about great. this is hunter isn't even my favorite member of the bad batch but i knew that i could just like make the costume <laughs> so like i here i am okay let's talk I think about so bad iconic let's Let's no, transition. Don't, don't Who is talk- your favorite? No, okay. Jv's no, like whenever I think about Bad Batch, Bad I think of Jv. Every time, every time, every time <laughs> I watch Bad Batch or see TikToks, I'm like, ah, oh, Jv would love this. I just, I, it's like her vibe. I just love it. Every single time I see them, I'm like, oh, it's, Jamie. It's so funny because like uh, AJ and Matt have talked to me about this like a lot, like on our show of just like why, why do I like the Bad Batch so much? And I think truly it's because um, I haven't experienced an animated show coming out while I've been into Star Wars until the Bad mm. Batch. Because, like, I've seen all the Clone Wars, I've seen all the Rebels, but those have all just been, like, like binging experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And so, like, actually getting a show that was, like, coming out weekly that I, like, loved, um, it's just different. I don't know. I, I loved it, yeah. and I still do I mean, love you it. get, like, the anticipation for a new yeah. episode. It gives you something to look forward to every week, and it's a totally different viewing experience. Yeah. So who is your favorite member of the Bad Batch? Because you said it's it's not Hunter. It's Tech. I don't like. I I don't. Can it be like not more obvious? Like I I wish it was more obvious. But you you like to hide it a little bit. You like you you talk about it, but then you always talk about the other members. So it's kind of like you're like I don't want to flex so much. Yeah. (laughs) I just I. I do somehow, like, love, like, all of them almost equally. Tech, like, does win at the end of the day. Um, me too. But, yeah. We knew that. We knew yeah. that about me, too. Yeah, everyone loves Tech. He's, <laughs> he loves tech. Is, he, is he around? I don't He's know he so is. lovably annoying. He's so... Annoyingly <laughs> lovable, even. Like, he's, he's so the... obnoxious, but I love him. He's the fun fact. He's the only one that did not get an outfit change in the entire series. Out of the you group. know, I was he got a haircut. And then it grew back like a week later. <laughs> yeah, but he got a haircut. He gave himself a haircut, this and it looked true. mighty fine. It looked good. If I do say <laughs> I so myself. Off Maybe he'll get it season two. Maybe he'll get his little outfit because I remember everyone's obsessed with tech. I feel like tech is like the one that like people love the Bad Batch. Okay tech and crosshairs i don't know what these men put in to people's veins but the like the tech stands <laughs> and the crosshair stands are literally People like a different breed yeah. and so like i i'm surprised i i'm sure that there's gonna be more tech and crosshairs like lovable moments and like maybe they'll have an outfit change maybe we'll you see better have an outfit change a new haircut haircut you know 
maybe that will be the next casual Bad Batch fit. He he just needs an actual outfit change. I'm not even kidding when I say I might just make like a bunch of different Bad Batch outfits to have a celebration. So like I'll bring this. I'll bring like Poncho Wrecker. I'll bring like Omega. I'll be like Poncho uh, Wrecker. Like, <laughs> Why is Wrecker wearing the poncho? There's no reason he should have like changed. I just but, like, you know what? I was here for it. I'm not complaining. <laughs> anyway, like better no questions not... asked. <laughs> I'm trying to batch. keep this like on base. And, and... <laughs> I'm glad you are. This is like a landmark <laughs> moment. Me saying, let's not talk about the bad batch. You've all. You also made. You were. I think you were the first cosplayer to make cop dance, or at least like unarmored cop fan i don't think i'm the first um i'd like to think that i was but i don't think i am but that doesn't really like matter like to me um ever since thank you um so the cop fan cosplay is actually not for me it is for aj um contrary Mm -hmm. to popular belief and i have worn it a few times because we're like the same size so like why not right Mm -hmm. um (laughs) i have um when cop fan was first appe- when he first appeared in the mandalorian we like started working on it like immediately like bought the really? fabric for it. this is another n- another case of we bought the fabric the fabric sold out <laughs> yeah so we've been working on it since the mandalorian and mm-hmm. ever since he actually like showed back up in book of boba fett i like saw like the one like back pocket and i was like <laughs> that, that is that is my man's ass that is my man i'm so excited <laughs> and in I, I it's funny I'm like looking down at my tabletop here and like I have like a like just like a plastic mat and um on it is like the texture from like me like painting like the net that's like in his like front pocket and I'm just like oh mm-hmm. this is so long ago but it like wasn't um but yeah so like, I finished that recently because mm-hmm. I had to do like a couple like extra details because I was like when is he coming back we don't know we're gonna I don't know um mm-hmm. AJ doesn't want to wear the gray wig but he will we have it. We'll, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens with that. You like, nah. We should just. What about like? I mean, Pop Van has salt and pepper hair. He could just get like spray and spray it gray and kind of. The problem blend now, it. AJ's Uh-oh. hair is too long because he wanted his hair to yeah, be long too. so he could be Kylo Ren. Um, now he has long uh, hair. Conflict of interest. What do he we do? Like he could do like a man bun and spray it, and it could just be like modified cool cop van. <laughs> hipster cop van. <laughs> He's, He's a already cool. cowboy. Yeah, he just needs to be cooler. Cooler He's cool enough. Yeah. Unarmored cop van is, is done. Um, I would have mm-hmm. like shown that one in the back, but it wasn't the most recent mm-hmm. thing that I have done. Which is pretty funny, um, but yeah, that's that's up everywhere. That one, that one's a fun highlight. That is a lot like descent into chaos highlight on my Instagram. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> love it. I have a question about that because I <laughs> I have a question about a lot of things. I have a lot of questions. Go for okay. it. Okay, um, when you okay, so when I start, I started getting, I got into, I dab into cosplay every once in a while, and I made this like dab. Jedi um fit right and mm-hmm. it was it was all based online like i took i found like sh- like a shirt i found like the belts all that stuff and i was like i'm just gonna make my own like jedi looking cosplay to match my lightsaber i i don't get how people like do you make the belts and like the custom like shirts like the cob van shirt like how like it has that those little like I don't know how to explain it. The bumps on it. The texture. Did you get that custom made? Did you do that? Like, I just, 
I don't, people are so good at cosplay that I don't know what they made and what they bought and like modified, you know? So yeah, um, in the case of Cobb Vanth, that shirt is a custom shirt that I made. I cried over mm. many times. Um, oh, no. But the fabric is, uh, it came like that. The fabric came like that. That's a Swiss dot fabric. And so that's a style of fabric. Um, I didn't know that until like it showed up in the show though. So like mm -hmm. there's, there is um, so many, like so much knowledge out there just about like fabrics in general, obviously for people who like actually like go to school for like fashion design and whatnot. And yeah. like um, people who like do costume professionally, like know this kind of thing. And they're the ones doing like the grunt work of actually like identifying these things. Like I can't like mm -hmm. take like any credit for that. Like I just like mm -hmm. help like looking through the resources and all like pass off resources to people and be like, hey, so this person, found this version so this is what i'm gonna mm. go with um that's usually how i like go about like my route is like someone else usually found it first and then i'll be like all right cool i'm gonna take it and mm. make the thing from it yeah so like is that like the same with like belts like do you find someone that makes like the belt oh, buckle uh, or yeah, the straps so... do you make the belts or so it depends it really depends on what mm -hmm. it is and so like in the case of Cobb Banth uh we commissioned someone to make the belt and um mm -hmm. he he would the belt maker was working with someone else to make the hardware for it um because mm -hmm. they, I don't know they just had like a working partnership with that um, and then in some other cases, like, we'll, like, find, like, the hardware, like, ourselves, or, like, we'll get, like, it 3D printed, like, the case of, like, the Hunter one. Um, mm -hmm. Someone modeled that, and then I printed it. Um, but it really depends. Uh, in most cases, I will almost always buy a belt from someone, because I, like, almost, like, refuse to, like, work with leather. Leather, I don't want to mm -hmm. learn how to do it. I, I it, <laughs> it's just too yeah, much, like, of an ask for me. Um, yeah. Or I'll just like try to make it out of like a vinyl instead, which I've done mm -hmm. before. Um, well, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. One of the yeah. two. Hey, have you ever done anything like based off of like three D printing, like other than like little, like you know, like how you said the belt, but like have mm -hmm. you ever done like anything like like armor wise or so like, I don't have the space I, mm -hmm. I really don't have the space for it like I have a very small 3d printer so like I can make like belt buckles and like very small things mm -hmm. um, but if I wanted to make like anything bigger I'd have to like ask someone else um so like in the case of the uh, the hunter knife um mm -hmm. I had another friend make that they had a bigger 3d printer and I finished it up I've had like a few friends like print helmets for us but like we really haven't mm -hmm. like used those ever um i unfortunately don't have it in this space but um if you think back to the force awakens uh the resistant soldiers in the background they have these like funny like green helmets that have like this like this like jaw on the front mm -hmm. um a friend yeah. printed us one of those um and we've never really like posted about it or like done anything like additional with it because like i don't i don't know we just couldn't get like the outfits to like work out right and so sometimes mm -hmm. you'll you'll get like a piece that like comes out and you're like yeah this part looks really cool but the rest of it looks kind of <laughs> so mm -hmm. like you're not gonna like Less yeah. move forward with it yeah yeah a friend of mine he, where i live just got a 3d printer and he is like obsessed with making things and i talked about um this is like not Star Wars related, but I really want to be. I really want to 3D print a Taskmaster from Black Widow, um, and she has armor and stuff. Yeah. And he mentioned printing like Mando's helmet for me and printing like her helmet, all that type of stuff. And I think it's like I think what's so 
interesting about the cosplay community is that like i feel like people think that they have to have a 3d printer in order to cosplay um even if it's just like making accessories and stuff like that and i think what's so cool to see in the cosplay community is like if someone is trying to make something and they don't have a 3d printer but they know someone does like people are willing to like be yeah. commissioned out to make things for them or to like even if reaching out to people and see like oh where did you get it do you know someone that i that i can pay to like make it for me or do you have any extras that are like ha were bad or something that i can take or something and i think that's so cool about the cosplay community is that they're like people are willing to help each other out in order to better their cosplays yeah yeah, 3D printing um, over the past few years alone has really, like, changed the game of, like, all of it. Um, a lot of people will either, they, like, rely on that or they will be like, oh, yeah. um, I'm just going to, like, ask, like, a friend to, like, do, like, that, do it for me. Um, mm -hmm. And most people that I've ran into are more than willing to help out in situations as well. You just have to be, like, clear, like, up front. Mm -hmm. Be like, hey, I'm looking to make XYZ. Um, could you give me any advice about it? Or be very specific about what you're looking mm -hmm. for. Um, and, like... I think the the biggest thing as well recently is a lot of people will just be like, I like your thing, can I buy it? That's that's not good etiquette. That's, yeah. that's not good etiquette. Like yeah, you, like you don't like walk up to someone on the street, they'd be like, I like your shirt, can I buy it? Mm -hmm. No, I'm wearing it. Like yeah. <laughs> that's not yeah. how it works. Um, yeah, and so like that's like a that's a totally different can of worms with just like mm -hmm. cosplay and posting mm -hmm. online. Um, and I feel like recently that's been like a big like topic of discussion of just people like questioning why I'm like, am I like still like doing this hobby? And like, why do I like still want to do this hobby? Because um, mm -hmm. social media just like kind of stinks things. sometimes. Yeah. Um, it does. It really <laughs> and like, does. It, it, it's, it's good to be able to like connect to people and like see what other people are making. But you just, you mm -hmm. just constantly like look at it and you're just like, oh gosh, I wish that I could make that. And then you just get mm -hmm. like sad. Um, and so, like, some, yeah. sometimes, like, I, like, I, like, deal, like, a lot with trying to think of, um, I, I know I make a lot of cool stuff, and, like, I love the things that, like, I do make, but, like, sometimes mm -hmm. I feel it's, it doesn't hold a candle to something that's, say, that, that's, like, armored, and so I'm just always, like, oh, mm -hmm. I need to, like, eventually, like, do that, I think, to, like, level up, but at the same time, I'm just, like, I don't need to do that, like, I'm fine with, like, what no. I am doing, and so, like, there's, no. there's this constant mm -hmm. back and forth, and, like, everyone experiences it and i just gotta mm -hmm. keep reminding myself about that oh no i just had a quick question so like mm -hmm. dodge mentioned like she brought up how when people need to outsource you know mm -hmm. the community that exists in cosplay is always willing to you know help with certain things and supplying certain things that not everyone has access to and um that's great but are there other ways that you have noticed that the cosplay world helps to build community in a fandom yeah so uh fun fact y'all um when i was a senior in high school i did sorry not high school a senior in college um my thesis project was actually about cosplay and participate participatory no culture yeah um wow. aj reshared a little thing about it the other day um yeah, so we actually did like a mini study on the impact of how cosplayers will essentially like look and people, the whole thing of cosplay is it falls right into um, the theory of communication for participatory culture. And so you'll mm -hmm. you look for belonging within a group, essentially, or like within, yeah. like you find your like subgroup. Um, and so, yeah, cosplay is just like a big like bridge like into like nerd fandom. And 
that was just a very interesting project it was for like a video game theory class like it was it was it was something mm -hmm. it was something else it was wild cool. um but like our professor like loved it and like we were like the only like um communication related the uh, project at the at, like end of the year like academic mm -hmm. forum so people are talking about like blood cells and like biotechnology it was like very on brand for <laughs> us that. um yeah and and yeah i just think like, yeah. so cool <laughs> with that being said like do you have any advice for people who want to get into cosplay or get into cosplay communities that maybe don't have a cosplay or like if they do it's just like what they have in their closet they're like bounding like do you have any advice for people that want to find people in the cosplay community oh my gosh my voice <laughs> <laughs> that want to find people in the cosplay community that is maybe like maybe or maybe they don't have any people anyone near them like in their mm -hmm. location wise like how would you suggest them like start getting inside the community so i, I think even though i just said moments ago social media kind of sucks uh, social media is kind of the best for this kind of thing um, yeah so, <laughs> so yeah so we mm -hmm. like we live in a time in which like we can like so easily connect uh, with others for mm -hmm. um for this whole purpose and so mm -hmm. like for like getting started with a cosplay in general, I always recommend doing closet cosplay first or trying to do some sort of like Disney bound type thing. Like Disney bounds are mm -hmm. huge and like they, there's so much you can do as well. I think that that's just incredible. Um, I think the biggest thing is just going for it. Like just like mm -hmm. making the thing, even if you're like slightly like nervous to make the thing um, and finding others like through social media that have it, just like at least liking their content and like watching their tutorials. And then from there, once you're confident enough to at least like engage with them more just be like oh i really like your stuff or asking mm. actual questions like hey where did you source whatever this material was um because mm -hmm. you'll find that most people are willing to actually help as long as like you're you're cordial about it and you're not just like send me your cosplay so, no yeah um mm -hmm. as long as you like ask nicely and just like be a uh respectful human being then like mm -hmm. usually like people are like willing to like help out with that help out mm -hmm. with like whatever you want to make yeah I think what's also like really cool and exciting is that like obviously we all were pretty we're pretty new inside the Star Wars fandom in terms of just being like active in it and I think um I know for myself I got really into it in right before COVID happened and so when all the the cons went down we weren't able like a lot of people weren't able to cosplay anymore or if they did it was just like to take photos to post on Instagram or anything yeah. and I think it's really cool that cons are starting to slowly come back safely and I'm just so excited to see all the new cosplays that have come out from COVID because oh, so exciting I know like I like obviously I'm on social media a lot but like there's people don't I don't see everyone's cosplay and I don't get to see all the things that people are working mm -hmm. on behind the scenes so I'm really excited for like this upcoming summer and just as cons start to come around to see all the cosplayers again and maybe like dabble my feet in there if I like feel so inspired or something yeah. but <laughs> yeah. Sure, yeah it's it's a lot of fun and like it, you it, it is a totally different experience when you start going to the conventions as well um and, and yeah obviously the whole situation in, in the world with 2020 and, and mm -hmm. all, all of all of all of everything as you can see all like, oh, yeah um, <laughs> It has really good damper on things and so like one of the biggest things with star wars costuming as well like i i am a rebel legion member and so like we have been like mm -hmm. doing like events like i was a member like before all, all the stuff started mm -hmm. um but then like as like 
everything like went down it was some like virtual events and then it's been like weirdly like back and forth and like i it it's weird to have like the local community still but it feels like a little disjointed in like the past like couple years as well because like we haven't like seen everyone like as much as like we have in the past and so Mm. it's it'll be interesting actually going back to like see more conventions and like more events Mm. and whatnot again and actually like engage with people again because it's like I'm at like a point where I'm like I like don't like know how to like engage with people again. <laughs> so like I'm I'm just gonna be that weird. too. Like in real life, I'm just like don't talk to me. <laughs> I think everybody's feeling a little bit of that for sure. Right. Yeah. Okay, I have one final question for you before we wrap up because you mentioned that even though you've been in the community for so long and you know even being an adult, like you have trouble with comparing yourself to others or comparing yeah. yourself to different creators and different communities and and sometimes like getting down on yourself. And I feel like because the main, you know, domain for cosplay at the moment because of the pandemic and other situations in the world is social media, there has to be a lot of like young people in the cosplay community or beginners that are, are having those feelings more than ever. So what would you want to say to somebody who's like 15 or 16 and their introduction to cosplay has been through social media where everything is so polished and intimidating? I think that the biggest thing for advice wise, uh, you you are going to make mistakes as you are cosplaying and your first cosplay is not going to be your last one. Your first one might look awful when you look back on it years down the road um but as long as you're having fun when you're doing it that is like the biggest piece of all of it is cosplay is supposed to be fun it's not supposed to be about the likes it's not supposed to be the most like polished like picture in the world it's just supposed to be for fun and making friends and I I think about that a lot like that's like why like I still am cosplaying because like I I get I get inspired from my friends and like I see like their awesome content and I'm like all right cool I want to like keep like hanging out with like them and like it just it just like be Star Wars with people and like be like other Mm -hmm. characters and whatnot and there there is there there's always more you can do and Social media is tough. Take breaks like as often as like you can like don't feel obligated to like be posting all the time like TikTok cosplay is another can of worms. Rough. Like, don't feel like obligated to be posting yeah. like all of the time. Um, mm-hmm. I I see so many kids, actual kids, like posting on like TikTok and Instagram and like cosplay stuff, and I'm just like, all right, guys, let's just take a break. <laughs> don't worry, come back out. to it in like a yeah. week. You'll be fine. It'll still be there. Mm-hmm. Um, that's like the biggest thing is it. It will still be there, and just take a break. And if you're not sure mm-hmm. of it, just don't post it. <laughs> that's the yeah. other big thing. If you're not sure, just don't post it. Um, that sounds like a harsh advice, but it's it's true no, because it, good at advice. the end of the day, it it will still be there. Um, you can always go back and archive stuff though. Which mm-hmm. is good. Yeah, I, I use that tool yeah. a lot. Yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for all your advice and and amazing storytelling and oh, geez, yeah. sharing your time with us today. I'm so glad that I got to meet you and that we got to have you on with us. And hopefully, this is only the first time of many. Hopefully, we have many we'll many have collaborations coming <laughs> yeah, in the future. Don't leave. <laughs> thank you all so much for having me. Like this, this was a lot of fun. Like I wish You're you guys so could have been welcome. here, but like they're they're both like not 
cosplay inclined like not not at all and like aj <laughs> i make all this costume so like <laughs> that's okay they can, they can come we'll on talk, next time we'll, and we'll talk about something completely yeah. different so jamie where can where can we find you and the holonet marauders on social media yeah so all of uh, my personal stuff is at jam the jedi uh there's two m's in there because i like to be like that um and then everything <laughs> for holonet marauders is just at holonet marauders it's a little bit funny to spell but i'm sure you guys don't like it so yes yep. um we'll thank you, you. <laughs> that's where we are <laughs> yeah great so we will link all of jamie and holland at marauders um social media and all their content below um y'all know ours we're lady laurens on everything it's not gonna change and all our stuff is in, in our description every week but thank you so much for joining us thank you thank again you. to jamie and to holland at marauders um, and yeah, we look forward to, to other collaborations in the future. Does anybody have any, any last words, famous last words? Go cosplay. <laughs> Go cosplay. Anyone can do it. Anyone Go can do it. <laughs> Yay. Thank you All for right. joining us. Bye. Bye.